This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. It's very, because you've got complicated interactions, because it's the amount of water as well as the amount of sun and the overall background temperature. And some of the plants seem to respond to one of those things more than others. And then you've got the birds, and sometimes the birds are coming out. We've got some cuckoos around at the moment, which which are here, but they've travelled. So they've actually come from from Africa. And they've they've flown up and over and across, and uh, they've probably come, come past you, Leaky. They probably waved as they came past you, um, <laughs> uh, and travelled across. And now they're in in the the southwest area in the UK. The the dates are going to vary a bit. And I heard a an interesting an account of a place in Oxford, uh, Oxfordshire, where they an area of woodland where they've been monitoring birds. Uh, it was uh, great tits in particular, but it was it was since 1947, I think it was, certainly the 1940s. They've been monitoring every year when these birds are laying the first egg. Mm-hmm. In the, so they've got nest boxes and various things. They're able to monitor, and they've been watching. And this year is compared to 19. 19- 40s is like 28 days earlier so it's warmer it's you know everything is coming earlier and that's that's 28 days really that's 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 quite a shift isn't it that you can't see that year by year it might be a little bit different a little bit here a little bit there but because you've got that long-term record you can see that there's a, a definite shift happening yeah there is that uh website the project called bud burst that monitors how the changes in plants when they're flowering, you know, when they go into bud and all that. It's over over many years' time. Yeah, that's that study that. Yeah. That track that. It's this big citizen science project. But I'm sure there's one for ornithologists as well, for the birders and all that. Yeah. The climate is really changing. And it's a big deal because the the way we experience everything is is just changing. The way we experience seasons are changing. The way we experience food, the way we experience um, a—I I read a blog post that says climate is what you expect, and weather is what you get. What we expect is delivered to us in what we get, typically. And if we expect something and we don't get it, it—it it just changes the way we do things on a whole new scale. It's just like sleep when you have a constant time you sleep you your body is trained to understand that that's when you sleep and you have a time that you wake up and so seasons are like that we ex- we expect fruits at certain times we expect the holidays at certain times we expect many of these things they form the the experiences our human experiences in general and so when these things are changing without we expecting that they're going to change it, it just alters our experience as humans, um, I mean, on different levels. And and that really is a big deal. Um, and I think a lot of people are experiencing it differently, just like we're, we're seeing here. Um, oh, the climate is changing. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that our lives has been, as you said, our lives have been organized uh, around a certain expectation of weather, like, you know, we're talking a lot about adaptation and coping mechanism, but so many things need to change. Like, you know, just look at our built environment, look at the buildings, the houses we live in. 
I mean, it's just crazy. If we, the climate changes, and it is changing, and the houses that we've been living in, and I live in a very old house. It's been built like a hundred years ago. And does it mean that we need to turn it down and build a new one? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think that there's a lot of... <laughs> I think that we're going to do a lot more we probably will do a lot more than we're anticipating because on one hand we're saying we need to protect the ecosystem from the changes that we're experiencing so that we we don't experience these changes as as much and so there's the carbon almanac that says hey read here's how to protect the earth or preserve the ecosystem that we have right now and we're doing that on one hand but i think on the other hand we also have to I don't know, find ways to be ready for what is already changing because this is going to be gradual. If we're, we're going to make progress to ensure that we don't experience too many more changes. But right now, we're already experiencing changes and chances are we will experience, we'll continue to experience them for a while, even maybe before things take a turn. And so I, I think we're, it's, it's a two-sided thing here. If I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the memories we've got, I guess the strongest ones go back to when we were children and when we were younger, mm. we would kind of remember things. Do you remember those really long, hot summers uh, when we weren't at school? We had the school vacations, the, the holidays. And I think, well, I, yeah, but that's, is, what is that to do with my memory? <laughs> You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day, with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again, as together we can change the world.